Hey, welcome to another episode of the Big Red Dram. I'm your humble host, Jason Langard. As always, thank you for tuning in. And yeah, it's been since uh, June 10th. So that's a, a long time ago, um, two months ago to be exact, 60 days. And before that, I think it was May something. My Rye 3 pick was like in uh, in limbo for some reason. So I just published it to the 12th. I don't remember when I put that out, but um, I probably could listen to it and figure that out and fix it, But I, which I probably will. So anyway, it's been a long time. So thank you for those that have still been listening uh, and hitting up episodes every now and then. And for those of you that have been following me for a while, I apologize. It's been so long. God, it's been just a crazy summer from June, really since baseball season started. Um, 12 you Blazers baseball was a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of reward and a lot of fun. So it was a good, good baseball season for my son and for his teammates and for just a fantastic group of kids. And it uh, kind of all came to an end. Um, for the 12 U season, uh, July 22nd through the 25th, we were in Kentucky at, uh, Queenstown, um, playing a youth world series tournament. And, uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. The boys got, uh, to spend a lot of quality time together. Um, all 11 families stayed in the same hotel. Um, so it was, it was fun to, to kind of, you know, hang out and, and bond with the parents, on with the kids uh we managed to sneak out uh wednesday morning to bardstown for a breakfast at mammy's and then um hit up heaven hill and when we were there it's actually kind of a funny story so we we had breakfast at mammy's and if you haven't been to kentucky lately things are currently starting kind of starting to pick up a little bit as far as services go but it's still been very slow and very hard for them to find people to work so it's been like Wendy's, for example, when we were in Elizabethtown, was taking 40 minutes to get an order. Just That's just one small sample size. So you can imagine it was like that everywhere. It was. It was Culver's, stuff like that. Any fast food restaurant, any restaurants, services were were, were, were painstakingly slow, um, but still good. So we went to Mammy's for breakfast in Bartstown, and uh, we got there at like 9.30, I think it was. And it took about an hour or so to get out of there. So... Um, actually longer than that. Cause we didn't get to Bardstown till or to heaven Hill until a little after 11 and they open at 11. So ran to the gift shop. It was funny. We were some, there was probably four families that we were there together, four or five families. And, um, we get to the gift shop and I ran in or we get to this cause it have the new, <laughs> I should probably back up a little bit. Clearly I'm out of uh, practice, but Heaven Hills added a new experience, a new wing, essentially, that's kind of got a nice walk-in tour, some more experiences. Um, it, it was when we went there two years, a year and a half ago to do our um, Elijah Craig pick, it uh, was still under construction, but it was almost done. So they added a whole new user um, guest experience wing, so to speak. So when you when you go to Heaven Hill... Now you go inside the door and you're you're in this big lobby. You go to the right is the gift shop. You used to walk in, um, the gift shop would be on your left. Um, now it's on your right, and then you have some stairs. You can go upstairs you, for if you have tour um, that involve the upstairs, and then they have some experiences to the left, and then they have a walk-in tour that you could. It's like fifteen bucks or something, and you can do a little walking tour where you get to learn the history of of Heaven Hill and the brands associated with it. Um, a couple of little interactive uh, items and uh, 
you get to see some different bottlings and things like that. So it's kind of neat. <sighs> and, um, man, I'm out of shape too for this. <laughs> I'm already winded. Um, but what my purpose of going there was to see what they had. And I was hoping they would have some like toasted barrel or some barrel proof in the windows that are behind the, the cash wrap, the cashier ca- counter. But I'm walking through there and all I see is just straight up Elijah Craig small batch. And um, to the left of the counter is your, your, as you walk in, the counter's to your left, but there's windows behind it, like a bookshelf, glass encased bookshelf to the left, uh, all the way behind it, honestly. And then you kind of go around the cashier area and then to the right-hand side of it, it was all small batch. Um, walked a little bit into the actual gift shop where the shirts and stuff are and it's all, there's, it's just, you know, like the Elijah Craig cream or whatever and just, or um, Evan Williams cream and just nonsense. So I come back to the cashier area and the woman behind the counter pulls out an Elijah Craig 18. And I also spy a uh, Larceny barrel proof. And I'm like, oh, are those still available? And she said, well, y'all going to have to get back in line if you want to find out. And I'm like, mm, bet your ass. So I get right back in line and there's three or four elderly people in front of me. No idea what I'm getting all excited about. My vision, which is, 270 degrees narrows to about six and I'm literally just focusing on the person in front of me. My heart rate's going up. My, my pulse is rising. Obviously same thing. My pulse is rising. My breath is baited and I'm like, I hope there's still some 18 left. And at this point I made up my mind because I had been looking for the 18 year for a while and it's impossible to find around here in the burbs of Chicago. So I'm like, whatever it is, it's probably two bills or something stupid, but I'm going to pay for it. And I'll probably get the barrel proof too. So I get in line and now mind you, there's four families that came with me, came with a, you know, we came as a group and two of the wives had their husbands couldn't come and, or actually one husband wasn't there yet. And the other husband had to work, um, at the hotel. So they're like, whatever Jason buys buy. So everyone kind of spies what I'm doing. And so they all start to kind of, I hear them, although I can't see them because again, I'm, only seeing about a five degree field of view in front of me. What's Jason doing over there? <laughs> so all of a sudden they all mass behind me and they're like, what's going on? And I'm like, Oh, I forgot you guys are here. I felt terrible. I'm like, oh, they've got Elijah Craig 18 and they've got a larceny barrel proof and you can't find these anywhere. So I'm like freaking out. Um, and it was very comical. And so the, the two wives behind me, each, we ended up, I think, getting the last three Elijah Craig 18s. Um, and then um, there was a couple of Larsenies that went, and I think we finished them up too. Um, and then there was uh, their new five brothers. That's, I think, a distillery exclusive. It's a blend. Um, and uh, one or two of those bottles were bought also. So it was fruitful, <laughs> expensive. But it was fun. It was a it was a fun experience to go. And man, I mean, we were all sharing it, and I popped it in the gift shop because now I'm like, okay, what if it sucks? Because I had no experience with it, and other than my experience with older bourbons, and older bourbons for me at this point, and my experience is probably two or three have not been good. Too woody, too gross. Didn't like them. Uh, so I popped it. And I took a quick sip and I'm like, oh, good. It's okay. (laughs) I smelled it and I really liked the nose. It was very, uh, it was very cherry. It was very Elijah Craig. Um, 
it reminded me actually quite a bit of our um, single barrel pig. And the, the palate was a little hot, but it was good because it's only 90 proof. It's 45%, um, but it's bottled. It was bottled on February 9th of 2021, um, barrel number 5337. And I'm like, all right, you know, this is this is pretty good. So when we got back to the hotel afterwards, you know, I, mine was the one that got open. So we all shared. So the, the other two gentlemen that have a bottle owe me quite a bit because this thing is about half gone already. <laughs> and I've had it for, oh, three or four weeks. It, it is spectacular. I really do enjoy it. Um, and it being half gone is, is no small feat. Um, I've been sharing it with everyone. And it goes really, really well with um, the old Fitzgerald. Is a nice anchor for a bunch of Elijah Craig barrel picks, single barrels. Oh, but yeah, on the nose, it's it's very Heaven Hill. You can you can kind of go back in time with your other Elijah Craig bottles if you have them, and go. This smells like Heaven Hill. It has that familiarity to it. The typical bourbon notes that Heaven Hills has, you know, it's got that little sweet caramel to it, um, a nice cinnamon, uh, a light sugary cinnamon, um, just very pleasant, a slight ethanol, very cherry fruit, dark fruits, like a dark cherry, a slight hint of plum, spiced plum, like not overly like Christmas spicy just it's like a it's just little like they get some baking spices in there um and it just has that nice delicate like caramel brown sugar note at the it's just it's flooded with it and it's just very delicate it's a nice fresh well balanced nose and on the palate it's it reminds me of, again, this reminds me of an older version of our um, Elijah Craig single barrel, the 11 year, almost, yeah, the 11 year old that we have. Mm. Immediately I'm met with a bit of a, of a cherry dipped in a uh, brown sugary caramel sauce, uh, with a slight hint of chocolate, dark chocolate, uh, just a wonderful warm Kentucky hug with a little bit of a light spice at the end of it. Um, it kind of peppers the mouth a little bit. It's just such a delightful drink. Um, for an age statement bourbon and an 18 year, it's one of my favorites. And I score this as a 92 because it's just a phenomenal, phenomenal bottle. 90, yeah, 92. I really like it. Um, Mainly it gets that it because it's just such a pleasant surprise. It's not overly woody. It does have a little bit of an, like the second and third sip, you get a hint of oak, but it's not, it's not as grossly profound as the 17 year old. Um, What was that? Uh, the Master's Keep, it, there's so many different ones. I don't know which one it was, but it was a 17-year-old Master's Keep I had at Hardware. Ugh. And then I had a 16-year um, Old Fitz that I know I talked about in the Fitz, Old Fitzgerald episode. It was just ugh. it was just too much wood. And I don't want to drink a barrel-soaked, a, a, a bourbon-soaked barrel. <laughs> Easy for me to say. 
Oh, but this is just, it's perfect. I don't know. it. I don't, for all the bottles of bourbon that I have and all the ones that I've sampled through the year, through the year and a half or so, two years almost now, it, it saddens me that I'm already halfway through this bottle and uh, I've just been crushing it um, because once it's gone, I probably won't ever find it again. Um, not around here anyway. Not unless Narav can help me, but two bills is high. You know, usually 189, 199, you see it retail anyway. So I was all right with it. Yeah, see that second and third taste, it's it's still a little woody, but it's just it it's still balanced and well done. Um I really do enjoy this bottle. <sighs> but yeah, when we were down in Kentucky, it was a little sad because you know, Michter's is closed. Um downtown at uh Fort Nelson in downtown Louisville. Went to the Troll Under the Bridge for lunch uh, on Tuesday, and uh, Old Forester was just the regular Old Forester. All the new labels, yippee skippy. It's all the same stuff. Um, I was very disappointed there wasn't anything fun there. Um, the Evan Williams experience was an open when we were there on Tuesday, um, and we didn't make it to Angel's Envy because I have everything they have currently. Um outside of their $400 are you kidding me bottles um <coughs> excuse me so Tuesday was kind of a bust Wednesday it was Heaven Hill so that was fun that was not a bust that was a good time um hit a couple of liquor stores down there got into Dickel got an old tub back up I was happy about that um and found uh, a George Dickel the 11 year now I've been reading a lot of negative press about the George Dickel. I enjoyed it. Um, I'll do an episode on that and then found a 13. I didn't realize that the bottled and bond blue label was different years. Um, there was an 06 distilled in 06. Then it was 11 year old and a 15 year old. So all three that I think have been out recently were there. Um, I might look for the 06 again, if I'm go back down in a couple weeks, but um, I was pleasantly surprised with the Dickel. And then a lot of Dickel jokes ensued after that, which was hilarious. But uh, And that Larceny barrel proof was really good, too. Um, but, so yeah, Tuesday was kind of meh. And I really wanted to go to Michter's because I was going to get a barrel, single barrel, anything for 100 bucks or whatever it was last time we were down there. And if they had a 10-year uh, a anything, I was going to buy that, too, irregardless of what the cost, um, whether it be the rye or the bourbon. And... Um, if they had anything toasted, I was going to get toasted because the Elijah Craig toasted is legit. I killed that bottle in less than a month. Um, everyone loved it. It was so good. Next time I find it, I'm getting a case. That's another 90 bottle. But, uh, well, I don't have one to do a podcast on now, but, oh, so good. Um, marshmallowy, just delicious. So, yeah, so we go back down Thursday to go we go up sorry go back up and go north to louisville to go to um the louisville slugger museum and i ran evan williams the experience again and they were open that time so i went upstairs they had that 12 year distillery exclusive for like 130 dollars which i'm like really um and then they had a master's edition which was 90 bucks which was a blend and um 
I bought that one. And it was interesting. Well, when we opened it in Lesbethtown, I got this huge thing of licorice out of it, and then it kind of just warmed up to it. Um, but I haven't had that licorice experience with it since. It's been strange. We dr- we cracked it a couple weeks ago, and there was, no, I don't get any licorice. Maybe a little, but no, not really. I was like, yeah, I didn't either. So it was very strange. Um, <clears throat> but overall, the bourbon hunting experience was pretty good. Uh, the... Um, the camaraderie and the and the commu- the communal aspect of it was excellent because some of the dads were bourbon drinkers uh, on the team and it was great to be able to kind of just share the bourbon and just hang out because uh, we did we drank brown, gosh three or four nights out of the five so it was it was pretty awesome I think I I kind of dialed back on the last night because I'm like I think I'm just gonna drink beer because my I didn't want all the Elijah Craig single barrel to go and um. Uh, I would have been upset. So, so that was still, it was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, the Elijah Craig single barrel is legit. If you can find it, is it worth $200 though? I mean, it, I don't, you're not getting that. You're not getting much for it on the secondary. So if you're looking to flip it, which um, of course I'm stout, stoutly against, um, I was happier when it was 159. <laughs> that would have been a steal for 159, 200 bucks. Yeah, I mean it's worth it to have it. I'm not going to rush out probably and drop 200 on another one. Um I've had it and I know what it is. Um I'm happy with it. I'll be sad when it's gone, but there's another bottle I'd rather get, you know, down the road. So um I don't necessarily need more 18s, but if you do run across it, pull the trigger because you're not going to see it probably ever again and you'll be happy with it, especially if you love Elijah Craig product. It's right there. It's so, so good. It's it's very smooth, very easy to drink. Uh, just great. Just a great bottle, man. It really is. Um, so, yeah, so that's it for that. Wheat and Whiskey Club news has been uh, been working with Malloy's a lot and trying to get that established. And uh, it's just been – baseball has just been all-consuming. And fall ball is still right around the corner, and then basketball starts. Um, so it's uh, – finding a nice balance down the road is going to be key for me uh, so that I can get back into the swing of things and doing these podcasts again because they're fun to do, and I enjoy doing them. It's just been baseball. It's been my life. Um and that's a good thing. It's been fun. It's been really, really, it's been a really fun season. So, um, this one was a special season. So I'll, I'll be looking forward to what next year brings when this, when the field gets a little bigger, on um, these boys get a little taller, get a little stronger. Um, hopefully they'll adapt well, but it's a good group of kids. So I'm excited about next season, but, um, two weeks from yesterday, we'll be going back down to Bardstown. So hopefully the bourbon hunting will be more fruitful, uh, looking forward to that. Um, going to be staying a little bit south in Springfield, uh, heading up to Bardstown um, Friday for a roundabout, possibly out to Jim Beam and then down to Makers and then back to our place of stay of respite uh, Saturday with Whiskey Acres. Uh, and then uh, coming in on Thursday, we got Bardstown Bourbon Company and then um, just some shopping and hunting. So, Lots of fun stuff on the horizon and then hopefully a break uh, from purchasing bourbon for a while and just enjoying it and documenting all these whiskeys and scotches and bourbons that I've got 
for the last three months that I haven't even talked about since, gosh, March. I think was when I was more consistent in March than I have been since. But as always, thank you for listening. Um, more to come down the road. And I know I said that the last episode, too. I plan on doing more of these, I think I said, uh, and then just fell off the wagon. So thank you, as always, for tuning in. Um, and I look forward to the next episode and whatever you're doing tonight. I hope it's enjoying whiskey one dram at a time. <laughs>